0: We have been doing uh, Sean's, multiplication, talked about multiplication, Uh, God is God of multiplication, retention, holding on to the faith, and today we're going to talk about variation. Waitanga Day, we celebrate unity in the midst of diversity, one nation, two peoples, two languages, people from all over the place, diversity, variation. So here's the big question. Are you ready for the question? Is variation is variation good or bad or neutral? Is variation good or bad or neutral? What about in church? Should everyone in church be the same? We have a missionary friend. And uh, she's a doctor. And she says she works amongst squatter people. And amongst the squatter people in the Philippines, uh, they have some strong convictions about health. And some of them are good, uh, some of them are bad, and some of them are neutral. So, for instance, a good one is they believe that the people should drink lots of water. And they do. And a neutral one, when it rains, the men will often wear a handkerchief on top of their head because they think that's helpful and it's it's not particularly helpful, but it's not unhelpful. A bad one is when babies have fever, they will actually wrap the baby up really tightly and make it hotter. Good, bad, neutral. And in church in church some variation in church is good. Some is neutral. it depends and some is bad. It consistently has a negative impact. And we're going to start with negative and go to neutral and end up um, with good because we like to end up happy. <laughs> it's like um, having showers at, at Wainui Beach, you know, you don't want to waste your water. So you start in the cold and then it gets warmer and then you end up with a hot shower. So we're going to start with negative. One of, one of the most well-known and quoted lines of Jesus is Matthew 7.1. And Matthew seven, of course, is in part of those three chapters that Jesus talks about being a disciple, being a follower of Jesus. Five, Matthew five, six, and seven. Discipleship, how to follow Jesus. Matthew seven, one says this don't judge and you won't be judged. Don't judge and you won't be judged. Now, what is often missed? In Matthew 7, if you go down about six verses to Matthew uh, chapter 7, verse 6, in that very same paragraph, it says this. Jesus says, Don't give to dogs what is sacred. e te mea tapu kuri. And don't give your pearls to pigs, meaning it's both the same. Be discerning about who you share your spiritual truth with. Because there's some people that are going to treat spiritual truth with utter contempt. And so obviously, if you give out spiritual pearls willy-nilly, there's going to be some that are treated with disrespect. Therefore, discernment is needed. So Jesus says, don't judge. And then he says, do discern. Don't judge, but do discern. And even uh, a few verses down from that, verses 15, 22 of, of chapter 7, Jesus says, there are people that look like they are the real deal. They look like they are amazing sheep, the part of the flock. They look like sheep, and they're very charismatic and gifted. But actually, they can be uh, devastatingly destructive in the flock. And that's a pity, isn't it? that you have people that are in the flock that really look like the flock, but they're not. It would be way more simple if it was just one big fluffy flock. But it is what it is, and Jesus said that, that there will be a variation in the flock, and that takes discernment of people, of, of, of us thinking and praying observing what is said and what is allowed by different people. And Jesus did say, do not judge, but he didn't say, do not think. We are allowed to think. We are created with a brain so that you can think, not just to keep your ears apart. And this is, what this is, uh, Matthew 5, 6, and 7, is, is all about being a disciple. And what this is, is discipleship with your big boy and your big girl pants on. This is being a follower of Jesus with your big boy and big girl pants on, discerning, discerning. And there is some variation amongst the flock that is negative. Uh, There is some variation, difference that is not good, negative, can create actual destruction in the church. In the Apostles Paul, instruction to the young pastor Timothy in 1 Timothy verse 3 is this. And the the fact that it's uh, right at the start is important. A lot of the biblical letters, they start with nice greetings. Hello, how are you? And then bang. And the bang here, verse 3, kapow here in verse 3 is this. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 3. As I urged you, Paul says, when I went into Macedonia, stay there in Ephesus so that you may command command, not suggest, not engage in polite debate, command certain people not to teach false doctrine any longer or to devote themselves to miss and endless genealogies. Such thing promote controversial speculations rather than advancing God's work, which is by faith. In other words, Paul says to Timothy, you stay there in Ephesus. Ephesus was a a hub of the church. Stay there, stay there and shut up those troublemakers. Don't let them get the microphone. They're hurting the faith. They're not helping. In a similar way, Jude, verse 3, again, right near the front. Jude only has one chapter, verse 3. Dear friends, I was eager to write to you about the salvation we share, but I felt compared to write to you and urge you, contend. For the faith that was once for all entrusted to God's holy people, for certain individuals whose condemnation was written about have slipped secretly in among you, the ungodly people who pervert the grace of God into a license for immorality and deny that Jesus Christ our sovereign and lord. So he said contend for the faith Kia kaha te tohi ki te Whakapono is a Māori word for faith. It means to make true. Contend for the faith. In other words, Jude writes, I wanted to write a happy, clappy letter about the faith that we share. Instead, the Holy Spirit prompted me to to write to you and urge you contend for the faith. Fight for the faith. Don't surrender it. Don't allow people to, to make a variation, a divergence from the true faith. Subvert the faith. Contend for the faith. who Beach Church. Contend for the faith. Galatians 1, again, after the polite greetings from the Message Bible, verse 6. I can't believe your fickleness. How easily you have turned traitor to him who called you by the grace of God. By embracing a variant message. You've, you've turned traitor to him who called you by the grace of Christ and you're embracing a variant message. Acts chapter 20 verses 28 to 30 Paul's in a rush to get to Jerusalem and on the way he wanted to say something to the elders of the church hub at Ephesus. Verse 28 Keep watch Paul says to the elders keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. I know that after I leave, savage wolves will come in among you and will not spare the flock. Even from your own number, men will arise and distort, that means produce a variation, distort the truth in order to draw away disciples after them. Do you get it? You get it? There's some variation that is not good. There's some variation that is not good. It can be negative, can be destructive. Oppose it. Oppose it. And distance yourself from it. But, we're getting warmer, there's some variation that's neutral. Romans 14 talks about this. Romans was written by the Apostle Paul. And writing to the church at Rome, he says there are some things that are disputable. Disputable, mean, disputable means that they're not clear-cut. They're not good or bad in themselves. The, the things do not carry much weight one, day, one way or another. They're not that important in themselves. So some examples in Romans chapter 14 is, is to do with meat and veggies and wine and special days. Now the thing, whether it's meat or wine or the day, is not the issue. The issue is whether... It affects and how it affects the brothers and the sisters. Now, meat, for instance, was most meat was bought at the market, and big question was had it been and probably was most of it sacrificed to idols on the way to the market, and 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 should Christians eat that or not? And there were different opinions on that. And in the church at Rome, there were different opinions whether it was right or wrong to indulge in meat and wine, and special observations of days or not. And Paul says the issue is not the thing, but love of the person, and not being a stumbling block to them. in the food, or drink, or or clothes, or movies, or music. Um, And then the summary comes in 15 verse 1, Romans 15 verse 1. We who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak. And not to please ourselves. Each should please his neighbor for his good and build him up. For even Christ did not please himself. And a Bible commentator wrote this on Romans 14. says this, it's great. The, Romans, the Roman Christians must resist the inclination to please themselves. Indeed, the refusal to live a self-pleasing life should characterize Every believer. Indeed, the refusal to live a self-pleasing life should characterize every believer. Uh, I have a relative who was a really, really heavy drinker. Uh, Probably all have those. But um, what he'd do, he'd come home from work, ignore the family, go straight to his garage where he had his beer fridge and start in on it every day after work. And um, he finally realized he had a really bad habit, at the very least. And he was going to stop. And he did, totally. He came to visit another relative of mine. And um, when he came to stay, those relatives put away, hid away all their alcohol. They were mild sort of drinkers. And that, for the duration of, of his stay. And that was not, being hypocritical, or false, there was actually being loving and supporting the guy with the problem. Uh, Another example, uh, some of us will remember Michael Jones, the great uh, All Black number 7, and there was another great rugby player from Auckland called Aroni Clark. Now, interestingly enough, Michael Jones decided he would not play on Sundays. He never played on Sundays. They actually got a test match changed in Australia so that um, he could play. Um, he had a friend, Ronnie Clark, brothers in the Lord. Now, he, th- he believed that it was okay to play on Sundays. And they both got along well. They were good friends, you see. It's not about the day. It's about loving each other. And doing the best for each other. Wanting the best for each other. So there's things that are neutral. Variations in the flock that are neutral. There are variations in the flock that are bad. But there are variations that are good. And there's a little girl. She had a habit. And she would pray at night. And she was praying one night. And she prayed this. She said, um, God, I know, I want to know if girls are better or boys are better. I know that you are one, but I want you to be fair. (laughs) But Genesis 1, chapter 1, 26 and 27, God says, Let us make man in our image. Mankind is more accurate because then God recreates his image. It says he made male and female. Male and female in his image. As God makes himself, he makes it into male and female. End of chapter. When God sees his handiwork, he says, It's very good. Male and female. Very good. He also makes animals and birds, and they're all different. They're all different, and it's very good. And he made different uh, ethnicities, and languages, and cultures, and it's all very good. And in um, Revelation 7, the diversity of people worshipping the Lamb. All the different languages and cultures and nations, all created in God, by God. And personality, that personality you have, that's not an accident. That was created by God. And there's um, various ages in church. I praise God we have all the different ages in church in clear evidence, in the early church, they had, a, they had different ages in church. All the needs that the different ages had to offer. Some of us were up at Donoray Park uh, last Sunday, Monday, and we are having a cup of tea, yeah, and a nice um, person comes over and says, um, do you people um, own whole, mostly blonde kids that are um, climbing the near vertical wall on like the other side of the river? Yeah, (laughs) there (laughs) else, and uh, you know you don't need to teach young people uh, courage, do you? And energy. And uh, other ages have other things to offer. All ages have something to offer. Giftings, Corinthians fourteen, and um, and Ephesians four. The different gifts that are in church. Various gifts. And they're not for building up her own ego, They're for building up the church. Socioeconomic, Luke 8, verse 3. Talks about rich women that helped fund the ministry of Jesus and his disciples. You know, there were miraculous catches, but it wasn't just that. Some people just dipped into their back pocket to help the ministry of Jesus and their disciples. And then, so rich people, James 2, poor people, verse 5. Listen, my dear brothers and sisters, has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith? You know, poor people have something to offer as well. So, there is variation in church, and much of that variation created by God is good. Embrace it enjoy it, some of that variation is neutral so let's tread with love and respect in the in the in those variations, and some variation is wrong is wrong, oppose it and distance yourself from it and we're going to celebrate communion together as a body and uh, if you have the courage, find someone that's Different from you, or one or two that's different from you—a uh, different gender, or different race, or different size, or height, or age, or whatever—and <laughs> uh, maybe if we could have some background music—is Caleb still here, or um, just something gentle in the background? And as we take communion together, pray for each other. Okay, we're good with that. And I'm going to pray now. Thank you, Lord. Uh, Thank you, Lord, that you are the God of all, and um, we want to be disciples of yours. It's our desire, even if it takes us putting our big boy, big girl pants on, and to know where variation is wrong, and where we need to oppose it, and to know where uh, it's neutral in itself It's not wrong, but we need to continue to be loving to those around us. And those that are good, those things that are good, and to embrace it and enjoy it. And even when it's um, uncomfortable and different, that we embrace it uh, for the benefit of your glory and advancement of your kingdom, Jesus. Ihu the King Amen. Can we have uh, some helpers to help? hand this out so if you're brave find someone or one or two people have communion with pray with them and then we're as you do that we're finished god bless you have a great week